0: Let me tell you about American Giant. Is that an American Giant sweatshirt? This is an American Giant sweatshirt. That is a good looking sweatshirt. I love it, man. Yeah. They're just, their stuff is so good. I know. I know. Um, I have one of those. It's a great. I mean, you can think that's I, mine. Look, uh, it's a child's size, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> um It's one of those
1: things that you can. Like, throw on when you're just going out around the town, or, or you know, like, I put just a
0: jacket under uh, on top of it. Yeah, too. totally. You could wear yeah. it to like a nice event. Yeah, <laughs> it's you like, can. It's, it's a really great sweatshirt, and they make them the way they used to be made. And I mean, used to be made. Many people don't even remember the sweatshirts from the 50s and the 60s and the early 70s. They were fantastic and they lasted forever. Same machinery literally same machinery that they had to bring back because it was all sold to japan they brought it back to america put it in a factory in the carolinas and they make some of the best clothing in america all american American american-giant.com slash glenn check them out now american-giant.com back Program. Hello, America. I wanted to talk to you today about something positive, something that I believe can save our nation, something that can change all of our lives. But I had to hire a gospel choir to help me do it today. Yes, yes, it is a sign that maybe somebody has too much money and too much time. Today, we're going to talk to you about the way Countries have survived before, and this country has survived. We do that in 60 seconds. I'm a big fan of sleep. Yeah, I know. It's a shocker. But honestly, there is nothing like waking up in the morning after getting a solid night of pure rest. Nothing like getting that uh, or not getting that when you don't get that. I'm, I'm not usually in the kind of mood I'm in today. Relief factor sleep. I love it. It's just like the regular relief factor that you take for pain. Relief factor sleep is 100% drug free. It's a blend of natural ingredients designed to promote healthy sleep by reducing anxiety and distress, improving mood, and promoting relaxation. I know from experience it works. So does my wife. So does my daughter. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800 the number four relief. 800 the number four relief. That's relieffactor.com. Dream big and sleep tight. <sighs> Hello, Stu. You know what that theme needs is a horn. Huh? <laughs> That's true. And yeah. all songs, I think, all songs. that horn should appear. Yes. Uh, all right. I want to talk to you today about something that um, has been on my mind for years. Uh, I've been talking about doing this for, I don't even know. 12 years maybe and I've never felt the time was right there was always something that came up and this began really right after restoring honor restoring honor was the event that I had in Washington DC some might remember it it was August 28th 2010 and it was on the mall in Washington DC in front of the Lincoln Memorial and there were hundreds of thousands of us gathered for the day people came from all over the country and the world and that was just an attempt just to say, we need honor. Honor is part of our country. Without it, we're nothing. The next year in Jerusalem, we did courage, restoring courage. Honor and courage makes all the difference. But the year after, we did love, restoring love at Dallas Cowboys Stadium. The first spoken word event ever in dallas cowboy stadium and i think still the only one that was sold out there was so much for us to learn a few years ago we were going to go to gettysburg and we had done a lot of work on it already and it was going to be restoring the covenant And I just, I kept, I mean, for, this has haunted me for years. And so I finally go, okay, we're going to do it. And then COVID happens. and I'm like, well, that just, okay. And in my prayers since then, I've been saying, okay, I've got to come up with an event. I've got to come. And then I heard in my prayers, why you have 12 million people listening to you every day. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. The stronger the feeling got in me, the more urgent it felt. And it was an urgency to learn what is this? What is the, the covenant that is so woven into the fabric of America? The Abrahamic covenant, I know. God would bless Abraham and his offspring, and he'd be there you know, for them. They'd live under his protection and guidance, and they would worship him. He would be uh, their God and, and, uh, and his people. It worked for Israel until they failed to remember it, and then they were destroyed and scattered. But in his time, the promise of restoration was fulfilled. No other country ever in the history of civilization has ever been promised to be destroyed, then promised to be restored. And thousands of years later, it happens. Its language and its people are still returning to its original land. That's because they were a covenant nation. Now, America historically is a covenant nation. The pilgrims actually came here to establish what they called the New Jerusalem. They actually thought that they were spiritually completing the journey that began at the Red Sea. And so they said, you will be our God and we will be your people. They made a promise. They made a covenant. This was later renewed when George Washington first took his first oath of office. There in lower Manhattan, he raised his hand to the square and his hand on the Bible, and he swore to protect and defend the Constitution. So help me God. And then he said, everybody, we're going to church. And they walked down the street to the church where he prayed for hours on his knees. Prayed for hours. He made a covenant again in America's darkest time. With Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln said, I, I'm, I wasn't a Christian when I was elected. My son died and I didn't become a Christian. But at Gettysburg, he broke. And he would finally obey God and realize that it's not about saving the Union, it is about freeing his people. So even if it meant the end of the Union, he would free all of the slaves. That fall, right after Gettysburg, he traveled up there and he gave a quick speech and he thought, now he's going to remember this. In fact, he gave the speech away and it was eventually thrown away. But about a month later, he asked Congress to pass a Thanksgiving proclamation to rededicate ourselves to the American covenant. It passed and people all over the country prayed and humbled themselves and fasted and dedicated their lives their lives, their fortunes, their sacred honor. They dedicated it once again to God's will. Before Gettysburg, before this happened, the Union only won one battle. But after the covenant was made, we only lost one battle. I, I hate the word covenant. I Honestly, all of this stuff it's, makes me so uncomfortable because... Uh, but covenants, what is a co- Covenants are just promises that actually mean something. When you're in a covenant relationship, you're, there's no getting out of it. It's a word that basically means that we say what we do, and we do what we say, and everything that we do and say in this world actually matters. We've come to a place in our country now where we expect that most people are just lying to us all the time. Our president is lying. All the time. So it was the last one. And the one before that. And the one before that. Our media is lying to us. They have a, a, a credibility rating, I think, in the teens. I think it might be 12 in our own lives. Maybe our spouse is lying, or we're lying to our, sp- our spouse, or worse yet, and this happens to all of us from time to time, we lie to ourselves. And with all of this lying, truth no longer matters. But you cannot have society or a civilization without truth. So much in America is utterly meaningless. It's why our kids are killing themselves. It's why people are losing hope. Because nothing's real. Nothing's authentic. I can't... Trust anything. And if that's the way it is and everything is meaningless, then why go on? I think people are starving for something real. They're starving for the truth. And I've only found that in one place. And it's not politics. It's not my job. It's not the things that make me happy. It's not the things that I have. It's none of that, really. The only meaning that really lasts for me, the only thing that grows deeper and more meaningful. My wife, my children, my relationships. The opportunity for each of us to be who we are, who we were born to be. You know, we throw words around like freedom and liberty. What does that mean? Honestly, Oh, we're, we're freedom. What does that mean? To me, it means opportunity to speak, to worship, to live, to work and better myself and our children's lives. We wrote them down in this country as rights. And we also said they come from God. All of the things that have any meaning at all, all come from God. They're all eternal. If you're doing something today and it doesn't have any connection to the eternal, why are you doing it? Or if you're doing something that doesn't have any connection to the eternal, then why don't you pause before you do it and find the connection? Because that's the only thing that you're going to do today that will last and be meaningful. All these truths that we now deny are eternal. And that is why we're in this epic battle of good versus evil now. This is why we, thank God, peacefully fight today. And nobody's articulating this. We're fighting against something every day. It's all oh, I can't believe it. it did you hear I'm so sick and tired of it. I'm honestly just tired of it. I'm not gonna fight against anything anymore. And I don't think I ever really have, but I don't vocalize it enough. I'm not fighting against. I am fighting for the things that we used to find self-evident. I'm fighting for the truth. And sometimes that comes at a high cost. Sometimes the truth really hurts. But it will set you free. I'm desperate for something that actually matters and I, I have to tell you i'm gonna vote i recommend everybody i'll go in my car and i'll i'll rent a bus if i have to and i'll pick people up and take them to the polls so they can honestly and legally vote but that doesn't give me enough meaning i'm going to tell you a couple of stories today we have a couple of guests today i would ask that you would listen to the entire podcast Because we're going to do something in 40 days from now. And I'm starting today, 40 days, 40 nights before, because I want you to truly understand what I'm going to ask you to do in 40 days. I take this topic extraordinarily seriously, but please know I don't take myself seriously in this. I mean, I'm an alcoholic DJ, That's what I I mean. That's who I am. I'm not a preacher. I'm not a scholar. I am certainly no moral authority. I'm not here to convert you to preach or drill down on doctrine. It's none of that. I'm a dad. I'm a husband. I'm an American that sees the revolution has come to us, it's already begun. I pray for you every day before the show. I ask God, tell me what people need. Tell me what, what you need. How can I help you? How can I serve you? And so today I begin something that nobody in their right mind would do. I'm responding to an answered prayer. And I'm going to do something that uh, all business and logic and reason would say, that's not going to work. But everything eternal tells me, please join me on this journey. More in a minute. Bet you didn't know that October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Now, there's something eternal, huh? There's something you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't get the calendar. Uh, here's the thing. Cyber criminals uh, are are pretty crafty. Uh, usually wearing their underpants, and mom's making them cupcakes upstairs. They're in the basement. They're like, oh, "I'll go screw with people's lives." Do not, do not uh, allow just because you didn't, you know, take care of simple things. Don't let somebody just destroy your life and steal your identity. Everything you have is online at any given time. Don't wait for it to to go away before you start protecting yourself it's important to understand cybercrime and how identity theft are affecting our lives every day and it's only going to get worse and it's equally important to realize there are measures you can take that'll help keep it from happening nobody can stop all of it but having lifelock by norton installed can save you a ton of money and a real hassle so i want you to go to lifelock.com use the promo code beck you'll get 25 percent off 800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, lifelock.com, promo code back for 25%. That's 1-800-LIFELOCK, promo code back 10 seconds, station ID. So, you know, we have a flaw in America, uh, at least in the last hundred or so years, and that is... We're a nation that was built on the Judeo-Christian principles. And nobody ever really had a problem with that. But we took one of our responsibilities. If you're going to have rights, you have responsibilities. And if you're going to say freedom of speech and freedom for religion, then you need to let other people worship and pray and do what they do. And you have to be like, dude, I think, you know, I I mean— Praying mantis is not what you think, but I mean, that's what you want to do with the bug. Okay, We have a responsibility to do that, but what has happened is we have it has been weaponized against us to where we said we're not going to talk about religion and politics. No, no, don't say a word. No, say a word. And I know it's uncomfortable in public because it's personal to all of us. I'm not saying, you know what, Sally, you are a sinner and you're going to burn in hell. I mean, I am struggling today. I am struggling today and I need God. It leaves us out of our comfort zone when we speak. But if we're speaking love, healing, forgiveness, perhaps the most important today of all, truth, speak it with boldness. Let everybody point and laugh if they're going to. I don't think they will. Stand alone if you must. But know this, there are more for us than there are against us. And they're not really for us, they're for God. God's not on our side. We have to work to be on his how many times have we worked to be on God's side it's not about politics it's not about parties it's about truth and the first truth is who are you who do you answer to who is your God if Americans would just answer those ponder them for a week Answer those three questions the world would change tomorrow. Who am I? There's lots of ways you can describe yourself. And people describe themselves all the time. I'm nobody. I'm worthless. I just keep making mistakes. I can't make it. You're describing those are all lies. Those are all lies you're telling yourself. That's not who you are. If God is our father... And God has a kingdom. That means he's a king, which makes you a prince or a princess. Which means you're in a royal line that has powers. And he's given them all to you. And he wants to give everything to you. Just like every dad does. But you keep talking yourself out of it. Because I can't face him. I made too many mistakes. Wait, what? That's one of his first principles. I'm okay. I, I sent you down there. I knew you were going to make mistakes. I knew it. That's why, that's why I gave you this gift. All you have to do is just go, gosh, I'm sorry. God never gives up on any of us. Any of us. I'm bringing in a guy next to... Everybody thinks, oh my gosh, he's such a great guy. Boy, what a, what a good man that is. Really? He's just put a new, new book out. He was here a couple of months ago where he's like, yeah, I had a drinking problem spiraling out of control and everybody thought I had it in order. Listen to the wisdom of the people who have been there and put that one piece in place first. Next. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, you might think you know great pillows. You might even consider yourself a pillow expert. <laughs> well, unless you've known Mike Lindell's My Pillow 2.0, <laughs> I'm sorry, but you're in a 101 pillow class. This is the smoothest, coolest pillow, not like, hey man, that's cool, like cool, temperature wise, you're ever going to own. So you're going to rest even more comfortably than before normally a queen size my pillow is 2.0 A uh, 2.0 is about 80 bucks for a limited time when you go to mypillow.com use the promo code beck you can get that my pillow 2.0 for 39 bucks that's 40 dollars and a penny off this pillow comes with a 10-year warranty 60-day money-back guarantee but let's face it you're not going to need it because they're great but if you don't like it send it back no big deal MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener's special square to get the queen size MyPillow 2.0 for $39.99 and the king size only $10 more. It's time you see for yourself how great this new pillow really is. 800-966-3117. MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK.
1: Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and subscribe today. You'll save 10 bucks by using the promo code Glenn.
0: You and I are an awful lot alike. We both worry about a future when we all feel like we have nothing to rely on. We we don't know where to turn because nothing is real, nothing is solid. Hey, where are you, go- what are you doing with your money? You know, I saw the stock market's going down, Bitcoin's going down. Where are you putting your money? I don't know. You know, gold's a pretty good idea. Yeah, really? Is it? Because I think I read some places, the deeper you bury it, the more it'll slip through your fingers. I mean, I... I have no idea what tomorrow is going to bring. Everything that I thought was solid is now liquid. When our money, our food, our government, our culture has let us all down, what then? The only reason that I'm not in a ditch somewhere or in total despair is because of two things. My wife, who taught me about God. And I know that God isn't going to let me down. And I need that. And it's not that he it's not like, you know, Glenn, now, you know, you say you're a Christian, so now everything's gonna be good. It's not like that at all. I need to know that God is there. But when things go poorly, and I'm like, hey, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do, and everything is like all of a sudden, like a black abyss, you're like, wait a minute. uh, I'm a Christian, remember I'm a Christian. That doesn't work that way. When you really become mature in your faith, you know when things go poorly, it's not that just this too will pass. Ah, shut up with that. I hurt. But what gives you hope is that you know even the worst stuff that you've done or experienced is going to be used in miraculous ways. You just got to get out of the way because Glennon ain't all about you. And I hate that. It's about eternal truths a guy who has been up and down and down at his highest point uh max lucado is uh with us hello
2: max how are you man I ju- you can keep talking all day glenn <laughs> I- I, I I wanted to shout amen a few times but mm. I didn't know if I would interrupt you. <laughs> you're 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 right on target, my friend. It Thank is, you. How that do difference. how
0: how do we convince people who have not experienced cuz I know you have, Max. You've experienced the the reassurance, the knowingness that God's got you either way and no matter what happens. It's like I I can look at death and somebody dying and go, not that, you know, the, the the normal, oh, well, they're in a better place. I know that. But actually having faith, I'm going to see them again. It's all going to be good. Mm-hmm. How do you and,
2: teach that? Yeah, yeah and, and it needs to be taught because we're living in a day of despair. Um, did you know the suicide rate in America has increased 24% since 1999? You know, if a disease saw a 24% spike, we would call it an epidemic. Yes, we would. So how, how, how do we explain the increase? I mean, we've never been more educated. We have tools of technology our parents would only dream of. We're saturated with entertainment and recreation, and yet more people are orchestrating their own deaths than ever. And I think the answer is people are dying for lack of hope. You know, secularism just sucks the hope out of the heart. It, it it The idea that there is no God, or if there is a God, he's distant. That secularistic viewpoint or worldview reduces the world to just a few decades on Earth. Just that dash between the dates on the uh, gravestone. And people believe that this world is as good as it gets. And let's face it, it's not that good. But people of the promise, people who begin to build their lives on the promises of God have a huge advantage, and that is when problems surface, they, they can be heard telling themselves, but I read something in the scripture, or but God told me, or but I know that God got me through this before. They, they make a deliberate choice to build their lives on the promises of God not the circumstances of life, and uh, as a result, they have a leg up. They have they have a they they have an advantage. They have an inside track uh, because they lift up their eyes and they get hope, find hope outside of this world. So I'm I'm all over what you're saying, Glenn. Thank you so much for saying it. So, um,
0: you know, I just remembered Ben Sherwood is a friend of mine. He used to be a producer at ABC, and that's when I got to know him. And then he eventually ended up being the head of ABC for a while, or ABC Disney, I think. Um, and he wrote a book called The Survivor's Club. And what it what he found in this, and he wasn't taking it from a, uh, you know, spiritual point of view when he started the book. He wasn't looking for something. He wanted to know, what do all survivors have in common? And he found Survivor's have hope in God, and if they have that hope, no matter how bad it gets, they survive when most don't.
2: Absolutely, <laughs> that that narrows it down right there. And one one of the great discoveries that people who who uh, attempt to find faith discover. Is that we have a God who makes promises and who keeps promises, and understanding um, how, how our God is a covenant-making and covenant-keeping God is uh, just such a source of strength. Uh, I, I read one one person who spent a year and a half attempting to tally up the number of promises that God made to humanity. His list. Seven thousand four hundred and eighty seven promises promises about fear, promises about sin, promises about death, promises about uh, provision, just every single area of life God has spoken a promise, he's spoken a promise so
0: give we, us a, give, give us some examples used, of of promises right? that he has kept
2: yes, sir, absolutely uh when he created the earth. Uh, he said, and God said, Genesis chapter one says, and God said, and God said, and God said, and every time God said something, something happened. So when God speaks, that is uh, a decree. It's not a desire. It's a decree. And because our God keeps his promises, the fact of the matter is He his promises are irre- irrevocable because he's unchanging, he's not victimized by moods or weather, he's faithful, he's strong, he never over promises and under delivers. Uh, Romans 4.21 says God is able to do whatever he promises. Hebrews 6.18 says it's impossible for God to lie. Doesn't say it's unlikely that God will lie or improbable, but it is impossible. He cannot lie. A rock cannot swim, a hippo cannot fly, a butterfly cannot eat a bowl of spaghetti. Well, I can't sleep on the cloud, and God cannot lie. So so he never exaggerates. He never manipulates. He never flatters. He just doesn't break promises. And
0: we're seeing so, promise. I know you You gave a uh, speech for um, one one for Israel Ministries, and you said promises God made to Israel thousands of years ago are being fulfilled in our generation. Most people are not no- – that's not making news. Can you give us an example of the promises
2: there that are coming true. Exactly. Well, God promised Abraham uh, seed and soil. He said, Through your seed or through your lineage, the entire world would be blessed. And boy, is, is that not a it's true. promise that's been kept? Yes. I mean, look, we have the we have the Bible, <laughs> we have the we have the church,
0: we have Jesus Christ. I think we have Uh, much reason from the Jews as well, the way they study and debate and wrestle, and I think that stands out. And look at all the Nobel Prize winners that are Jewish. Yeah,
2: it's just the most extraordinary nation uh, in history, and they're the only nation who has had their land taken from them and then returned to them, and that's the second part of that promise, and that is soil. God promised Abraham uh, a region, a territory. And in 1948, uh, when they were reinstated or when they were regathered to their homeland, I think we saw one of the greatest miracles in all of history. And for centuries, theologians would read those promises and say, well, God can't keep that one. In fact, I think one of the reasons that uh, anti-Semitism got uh, so much fuel in the fire is because people thought, well, God made a promise to the Jews and he's not going to keep it. But then in 1948, he kept it. It's just extraordinary. Oh, it's a it super is. sign that uh, God keeps, keeps his promises, and, and he'll continue to keep those promises.
0: So I'm starting today a 40-day devotional series that will teach biblical uh, covenants. That I, mm-hmm. I, I think it's the only way uh, to combat total despair uh, and also to restore our nation. We have to, we have to turn towards, uh, towards that. Um, yes, sir. Any thought on explaining a covenant and and how it can be uniquely used to hold our country together?
2: Well, God makes unilateral and bilateral covenants. Uh, he made a unilateral covenant with Abraham, the one that we just spoke. Uh, he made a bilateral uh, covenant with Adam and Eve, and they broke it. You know, he said, "There, you, you can have all of this creation, all of this paradise, just don't eat from that one tree. And that was an agreement. They, You, you know, their lives and all of human history would have been different had they honored that covenant. And so it is with us today. Uh, God makes covenants with us. He talks to us about the value of life, about respecting one another. And these are conditional covenants. And if we break those covenants, if we violate, then there's consequences. Not that he doesn't love us, but he is a good father, and the good father says, here's where, here's the path you should walk, and if you get off of it, it's not going to be pleasant.
0: Right. Not so not as a punishment, punishment, but as a, a natural consequence. consequence. Yes.
2: Natural consequence. Yeah. And what you're urging us to do is go back to these basic covenants. And uh, and and when we do, and if we do, if we repent and turn and turn back to God, then we can expect blessings. But if we continue to isolate God or shove God out, uh, there will be burdens. It's it's really just that simple.
0: Max, my friend, I I would be remiss if I didn't say hello from my sister. She is you are just a giant in her in her spiritual life and. And uh, mine as well. And I just love you so much. Thank you, Max.
2: Thank you, my friend. You, I appreciate man. it. And go get them.
0: You're doing <laughs> the right thing. Uh, Max Lucado, he has uh, got a new book out, God Never Gives Up On You. Uh, and he also has his free online Bible study starting October 23rd. You can find everything at maxlucato.com. That's maxlucato.com. <laughs> Considering how much the value of your dollar is going down day by day, it's got to be huge relief when you can find something that doesn't seem to cost too much. It's one of the reasons I really love CarShield and what they're doing right now. You don't have to worry about how much it's going to cost you if your car breaks down because CarShield allows you to lock in the price of your coverage plan. When you enroll with CarShield, you're getting protection plans that start as low as $100 a month. Flexible month-to-month coverage, choice of ASE certified mechanic, 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance, complimentary towing and rental car options. You also get no long-term contracts. Car Shield. Most importantly of all, with the whole inflation problem, you get a price lock guarantee. Your price will never go up no matter how many claims you file, no matter how much mileage you put on your car, and no matter what inflation is doing a price lock guarantee car shield 800-227-6100 800 227 carshield.com slash beck the glenn Beck program
1: Most people have no idea that there is an invisible gap in their home's protection. Your home and your equity are at risk. This invisible threat is the theft of your house. This is from FBI Crime Stories. Uh, I quote, Con artists pick a house. It can be a vacation home, a rental property, or the home someone is living in right now. They transfer the deed of the house into their name by obtaining forms using fake IDs and filling out the paperwork with the proper authorities. Now they own the home. Once the step is complete, uh, they can really take out loans using your home as collateral. They can go as far as making you, uh, selling the home out from under you. You get evicted, all this stuff. It's not a joke. It's really serious. And home title theft is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. If you're thinking to yourself right now, I I don't even know where my home's title is. Why would you know? Who would know? Um, Well, you're very normal. That doesn't make you weird. But I will say you're also the type of person that cyber criminals are interested in. Uh, So Home Title Lock is here. Uh, They can protect you from this. They have options available to you. can save you a whole lot of hassle and heartache. Uh, Protect your home right now from uh, this invisible gap in your home's protection. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code BECK. They will send you a complete scan of your home's title, and the first 30 days of triple lock protection is free. HomeTitleLock.com with the code BECK, HomeTitleLock.com.
0: Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Uh, today, I, I, uh, we're starting something that uh, we'll take offline for 40 days, 40 nights. I ask you to join me with this, and in 40 days, we're going to do another show um, on the covenant. We're going to ask you to participate in something. But it's not about theology. It's not really about religion. It's not about agreeing on doctrine. Today, in fact, isn't even about thinking at all. We need to think better in America. Yes. But we need to act better in America. We need to agree on what it looks like to be a child of God, how we treat each other, what we do to each other. We could all run around agreeing in our minds about God, but if we're still unjust, cruel, hateful, untruthful, hopeless, then we're part of the problem. We're not really we're not really God's kids we have to figure out how we want to live and then stand up for those things instead of fighting against let's fight for the things that we know are true that's what today is all about today's the launch of a 40-day 40-night devotional about what it means when god makes a covenant how do we join how do we keep it what if we break it and most importantly what does god want me to do You may not be a God person. You may be somebody who's like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I believe there's a God, but that's not all for me. I ask you to join us. Just join us. Nobody's going to jam religion down your throat. Just join us. We have the uh, kind of a a step-by-step, I guess you would call it devotional. I hate that word. Um, But that's what it is. It's a step-by-step kind of how-to And it's titled The First 40 Days, Seek God and Restore Everything. So the first five days, because there's one for every day, and we're going to release them on Mondays. So you'll have enough from, you know, Monday to Sunday, and then every Monday we'll release the next week. The first five days, which will take you to Monday, are already available at glenbeck.com slash first 40. That's glenbeck.com slash first four zero. Uh, and you you find it right on the front page of glenbeck.com. Look for the pilgrims or something cool like that. 40 days, 40 nights to prepare us to come back to God. And at the end of 40 days, all of us who have gone through and searched and, and maybe you don't have anything to work on. I got a ton. I could use maybe, I mean, I'm going to get to the end and go, can I have an extra 10 days? It has to be done now. Okay. Um, we're going to do something special together and ask you to participate. And it doesn't happen without you. Please do it with a friend, get a group together, talk to your church, do it solo if you need to. But let's go through these 40 days together. glenbeck.com slash first 40. glenbeck.com slash first 40.